Welcome back, everyone, to I'm No Genius, and a happy Halloween to all of our listeners. We, we're we dressed up in our Halloween costumes. Grant, what, what are you for Halloween this year? I am Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. From There's Napoleon. a lot of us down here. We're uh, kind of coordinating. Colin, sadly, he couldn't be here tonight, but he is, he is our Napoleon, um, and I ended up being Uncle Rico. There you go. Uh, I got a quick question for you. Could you throw a pigskin over the mountains if you wanted to? I definitely got throw it a quarter mile back in back in eighty six. Back in eighty six, coach coach should have put you in in the fourth quarter. You would have taken state, right? Should have absolutely. I love absolutely. that. Absolutely, there you go. What's uh, what's your costume, Eli? So my costume is well, I mean, like I kind of like so, like when I put my costume on, you thought I was Jesse Pinkman, but yeah, my mind went straight to Pinkman, but it's okay. You know, I'm I'm supposed to be a SoundCloud rapper, kind of kind of like you know, basically I'm wearing a beanie that's that's very elevated above my head. It's not over my ears. Uh, if I if I wasn't wearing these headphones, I would get like fake earrings to put on my ears or something like that. Um, I'm wearing glasses that for them they aren't prescription, but for me they are. And obviously mm-hmm. the 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 flannel over the sweatshirt that that completes the ensemble. But yeah, yeah, you need, uh, need some face tats. I need like the, yeah some some of them like, like the teardrop or like the sadness under the eye or something like that right or yeah. you know like, uh, like a fake grill or something like that yeah you know, there you go just, you should have got like the the little gum wrapper because yeah that I really should've. really brought it together I should have went all out but I didn't you know I I figured I needed to maintain some appearances for this podcast but Grant how's your week going it's going good it's a pretty pretty light week um, nothing crazy last week we had. A lot of exams, a lot of midterms this week. We're just kind of coasting into Halloween weekend. How about you? I mean, yeah, same thing. Just coasting into that Halloween weekend. Uh, you know, I finished up all my midterms last week and everything. How did the That's mid? Good. How did the midterm process go for you? Um, they all went pretty good. I still, I got a few of my grades back. Some of them you get right away just because they're you take them on computers. But I'm still waiting on a couple grades. But I don't. I don't feel like I did bad on any of the tests, which is a little little sigh of relief. Um, classes aren't too bad this semester, so hopefully that's good. Should be yeah. a good grade, but yeah, I don't feel I feel pretty good about it. You? I feel I feel pretty good about my midterms as well. I mean, I uh, I had two online midterms and then one in person midterm that was mm-hmm. on pa- that was on paper. The little scantron or. Not even a scantron. It was just like an old fashioned, like you know, like old those, school. like those old school tests. Like, do you remember like those, like those tests that we used to get in like you know history class or something like that, where there were like you know multiple choice, multiple choice, short answer, multiple short answer, choice. and then at the, the big packets, yeah, yeah. At the very end, there was like you know a, an extended response or whatever. I I haven't done those in forever, but it was for my screenwriting class, and you know. He didn't really. He didn't really care about the exam that much. He just needed to give it out. <laughs> so, like, so you are your communications, right? Yeah. What is your schedule like this year or this semester at least? Because I don't. I have no. I don't know anyone who's communications major, so I don't know what kind of classes they're taking or yeah. stuff like I'm, that. That that surprises me that you don't know that many communications majors because, like, actually, I, think, I guess Tay is a communications major, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever asked her about courses yeah. or anything. Yeah. Well, like, so. Communication, I don't know how it is at OU, but like at communications at OSU, there's a lot of online classes and everything, like asynchronous online and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, so like I, I have three classes that are asynchronous online, just basically they dump the notes online and then I teach myself, which, you know, it's, it's not not terrible. It's not hard concepts to learn or whatever. 
And then I've got two in-person classes that are on Wednesdays and Fridays. And they're pretty much back to back. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, pretty solid schedule. Pretty solid schedule. I mean, like, ne- I, like I, uh, so today's the 25th. Tomorrow, I have to schedule for next semester. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the, my, my workload is going to be even lighter. Like, my in-person classes are going to be even lighter for next semester. Because I only need nine more credits to like graduate to to graduate. But like, I want to be a full time student so I can get all the perks and everything. Yeah. So so, like, I'm going to take the just, you know, like another, like, you know, two credit hour class because like I have 10 credit hours lined up, but I'll just take a two credit hour class just, you know, just to be a full time student or whatever. But like the only in-person class that I have next semester is this uh, class for the Lantern newspaper. Which, which is like, you know, the, the lantern, the lantern. Yeah. It's, it's okay. the, it's OSU student newspaper. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm basically going to get a job with the lantern next semester. So that's true. That's pretty cool. There you go. So after next semester, you, are you going back for any other degrees or are you just, you're out, you're working? You know, I think I'm just going to be done. Like if, if I can get a, if I can get a good job after like, you know, if obviously I'm going to start like, you know, applying to jobs, like, you know, yeah february or march and stuff and see yeah. what i can see what i can get and if, if i get, a get good, something lined up yeah if i get something lined up i might as well just stop while i'm ahead so there you go yeah i don't i mean you can always go back and if at some point you want to do something but yeah if you got something lined up start yeah. making some money yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure go. i'm pretty sure that's what both of my parents did i'm sure sh- i think they like they got their bachelor's degrees and then later on like when they're like you know late twenties, early thirties or something, they took like, you know, some night classes or whatever and got, yeah. their, and got their masters that way. So there you go. What's, uh, well, Patty's educate. What was, uh, what was Clay's major? My dad majored in chemistry and, okay. oh, and I knew he, that. Yeah. yeah I and, he, that and he minored in English. So he, his okay. job, his, his job is really the best of both worlds. He, he publishes chemistry, like, articles and everything so like he like he does a lot of science reading basically so is that what he wanted to do all along or did it just kind of work out like that with his major and minor um, i mean it it just kind of very different yeah it just kind of worked out for him i mean like he took chemistry and you know minored in english to seem like a well-rounded uh applicant for most jobs and everything and i guess it worked out for him because like the first interview that he went into at the company that he still works with today he interviewed for the job and he said, this is my base salary. And he says, okay, well, our base salary is a lot higher than that. And he goes like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll take the job. Like, so, like they said, we'll, we'll start you out higher than what you're asking for. Yeah. So, that's, that's cool. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Is, uh, is my Wi-Fi okay today? Yeah, you're doing great. Okay. Shout out to uh, Drew Santo. Let him use his room because we have a select few spots in the house where we can actually do Zoom calls, but oh, shout sorry. out. Shout out to Drew. We got that figured out. So I'm literally in the next room. I mean, yeah, you've been here. You know where it is, but it's, yeah. I don't know. Apparently this room works better. So shout out to yeah. Drew. We got the Kawhi Leonard poster in the background. and Michael I, see, Jordan. I see that, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Like uh, last time we were on a podcast episode today was the 50th episode. And yep. uh, you gave, you gave all of us a house tour and everything. You guys were very great hosts. We had a great time down in Athens. We, yes, we did. You know, we, we hung out at the house for a while. Then we went out on the town, you know, got into some mm-hmm. trouble. Huh? No, no, we, we no, didn't. no, we didn't. 
we didn't get into trouble. I'm just kidding. We had a very safe night. And then we uh, ate pizza afterwards and watched the Colorado mm-hmm. game. Yeah, we did. And that, yep. that, that game was a stinker, which actually that leads me to my first uh, talking point of today. Deion, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime. Yeah. What's your Prime opinion? Time. What's your opinion of Prime Time? I love Coach Prime. I like, I don't know. I like what he's got going on over there. I can't wait to see. I mean, this is only his first year there. And they're like, they're doing better. Before the season, everyone was saying that they'd only get like two, three wins. I mean, what what's the record right now? Are they like five and three? I think, I think, I think they're five and four. So just over 500. Okay. But still, like, I mean, I can't wait to see what he does in the future. And assuming his son comes back to school next year. I think they should have a pretty good team. They just got to bring in some uh, offensive and defensive linemen. Yeah, you know, I, I I like Coach Prime too, and everything. He's a, he's a man of faith, as am I. Uh, you yeah. know, he like I I love everything that he talks about. But like you know, the main thing that I think a lot of people take a problem with is that he's you know representing a brand. He's trying to sell you know Colorado football is like you know this larger than life organization. And you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, like whenever they lose, people are 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 ready to ridicule that or mock that. So yep. yeah, it stinks for him. But like you know, I like I like Shadur Sanders a lot. Yeah, you know, he seems like a solid guy. So it's fun know. to watch. It gets gets people watching. They're four and three, by the way. Dang, oh, I thought they were. Jeez, it's okay. Um, yeah, but I don't. They're entertaining, and I mean, that's what we're looking for in college football. Yeah, and they're decent. Yeah, I mean they're they're pretty. I mean they're like it's like you said they're doing better than a lot of the people like a lot of the professionals said they would this year. But yeah, I mean the uh, the Stanford game that we watched in Athens two weeks ago that was a rough game for them because it was a rough game. Definitely one they they uh, thought they'd win. Stanford yeah. is two and five, and one of their wins came against Colorado. Yeah, it's it's not a good look for Colorado, but I mean, well, like, and I actually saw the, uh, I think it was the post game speech for that game. I mean, like Coach Dion, he, you know, he said his piece and everything. It was like one of those, you know, late game speeches where everyone's, you know, kind of sulking and everything like that. And the last thing he said was, "Hey, practice in the morning," and that that stinks to hear, like for a college athlete. Like it stung to hear. I mean, like I don't know if like your coach ever said stuff like that. Like you know, practice like six a.m. or something in the morning. Like, Sunday, yeah, yeah, You're getting on the truck, something like, like that. Like that—that's the worst thing to hear. You don't want after a long game where you're all sore and beat up. You do not want to practice in the morning. Yeah, don't even want to think about it. Actually, you just got your asses handed to you. Do not want to think about practicing. Um, something kind of sad about. I mean, we were just talking about Stanford, Colorado. This is the last season for the Pac-12, and they are, like, by far the most entertaining conference right now. The SEC kind of sucks. Big Ten is kind of, like, top-heavy, but the Pac-12 has so many good teams right now. It's kind of sad. It's their last season before they all break up, but um, Oregon, Washington, USC, Colorado, I mean, Utah, pretty good conference. Yeah, I mean, it is it is a good conference. It's sad to see it, you know, break up after, you know, their long history and everything. But, I mean, we're getting a couple of those teams into the Big Ten and everything. We so. are. Isn't it USC, Washington, UCLA, right? I believe I, I believe so. But, you know, and it, sh- it should be interesting, especially with the addition of, you know, Washington. And yeah. And, and Oregon? 
We're getting Oregon yeah, too. And Oregon. Yeah. Okay. So Washington and Oregon, those are the two big schools right there. USC, I would include them, but they like literally this past week, they just dropped out of playoff contention. So yeah. I'm not even going to include them. Uh, By the time they're in the Big Ten, Caleb Williams will be gone. I mean, most likely he's been talking about sticking around if the wrong team gets him. Have you seen all that? Like, no, uh, no, I haven't. He's saying like whatever team drafts him, he wants like ownership in the team. Like he wants like a certain percent in the team ownership instead of like a salary or whatever, which is kind of wild coming from someone who's never played a single down in the NFL. He wants he so like where where does he suggest this ownership is gonna come from? Like like is it gonna um, like ship. Put up here in a second. Because they can't just like, you know, make like shares of ownership just appear out of thin air. Like that's kind of like a, a big decision. So I don't USC quarterback Hill Williams is sensationally informing prospective agents that he wants partner partial ownership in any franchise that selects him. So he's uh I don't know. He hasn't even been playing that good this year. Like he was he was Heisman last year, but he'll still be the number one quarterback off the board, but I don't know. That's a pretty pretty crazy request from a from a college athlete. From a college athlete requesting part I mean like I get that these guys are athletes and they can make requests like that, or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe maybe they can't. Maybe they're unjustified or whatever. But can you imagine you and I graduating with your, you know, your business degree and my communications degree, going into a company and saying, "Hey, you know, like with my contract, I want partial ownership of of the company and everything. I, I want, you know, like, you know, forty shares or whatever stuff like that." That they would laugh you out of the room. Yeah. And yeah. If, I mean, if you're like. Not in our case, back to football, but like if you're if Brady at some point in his late 30s asked for that, I feel like that'd be a lot more reasonable. Like it's still pretty wild and and like unreasonable, but he's established at that point. He's won some Super Bowls, but coming from someone who's never played it down, you don't know how he's going to look in the NFL. Yeah, it's wild. Like an unproven athlete like that, especially coming off a season where they're not playing very well. I know that, you know, like you said, they won the Heisman the year before and everything, but people have very short term memory when it comes to the NFL draft and everything. Like they don't care what you did your, you know, your second to last year in college. They care what you did last season and everything. Yeah. Like they want to see you succeed most recently. So there's a lot of buzz around it and everything. I mean, Caleb Williams, USC has not been doing very well this year and they've not lived up to expectations. And now he's asking for partial ownership to whoever drafts him. That's going to turn a lot of good teams like away right off the bat. Just like, okay, you know, we're not even interested in this guy. He's, you know, wanting partial ownership when he's not even doing that well. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, Kind of sticking with college football here. Have you, I mean, I'm sure you have been caught up with it being from Ohio State, but um, the whole Michigan situation. Oh, dude, dude, I, I look. We're going to talk about this. I love this topic. This is my new favorite topic. So, so I, okay, I didn't get the full, like, understand. I didn't look into it that much at first. And at first I was like, stealing signs, like, that's what people do in sport. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But then once, like, I kind of went down a little rabbit hole and I looked into it more, I was like, okay, this might be a problem. Like, you can't do this. It's uh that's a pretty crazy situation and well, there could be some pretty harsh penalties to come from it. 
Yeah, like, you know, it, I mean, it's like you said, like, science dealing on the surface, it just appears like, you know, like, very elaborate scouting and everything, mm -hmm. which, you know, I think a lot of people can get behind, you know, oh, what's the point? You know, like, they're, they're just scouting the other teams. They're trying to get an advantage. But when it gets to the point where, like, you know, you are buying tickets on the other team, like, in front of, like, the other team's, like, behind the other team's sideline and everything to try yeah. and, to try and get some of their calls so you can get an advantage. It's just like, okay, come on. Like at, at the same time, I know you guys get paid millions of dollars to ensure that your school wins a national championship and bowl games, but this is a game and it's about sportsmanship. There has to be some level of sportsmanship involved with, you know, these contests. And so this, this guy, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. No, this guy, Connor Stallions, it's the main guy who's been going to these games. And it's like the one that you can see on the sideline with like the big, uh, like packet of plays he flips through and like there's been clips coming out of him from the past couple of years like standing right next to Harbaugh with like the big packet and like right when like an audible's called or something he'll like lean over to him and then like they'll throw up some signals or something but the part that like makes it even worse for Michigan is um when you look at how they've done in like bowl games in the past because th like they've I mean they've really turned it around the past couple of years but when you look at how they've done in like bowl games when they don't have the opportunity to like go and look at the signs, it hasn't worked out super well for them. So, I mean, there might be a little bit of realness to the story and the situation going on. Yeah. And like, you know, talking about the bowl games a little bit, the thing that comes to mind is the TCU game where yeah. you know, they get absolute like TCU, like wipes the floor with Michigan. And it's because Michigan you know, kind of thought as TCU was like an afterthought or, you know, they hadn't they didn't have the capability to, you know, uh, scout, quote unquote, them like in, in the past. So, like, you know, it's just like, like, look, everyone around here hates Harbaugh. And now this is just like, you know, fuel for the fire. This is just fanning the flames a little bit. So it's it's going to be interesting. Pretty, pretty crazy situation going on here. Sorry, I was just kind of looking up how they've done in the past in their bowl games. Yeah. Yeah, pretty bad. That's uh, it's our college football talk. That is, a, I mean, like, well, the last thing that I will say is that I wish I could afford tickets to the uh, Michigan game because... Oh, you know, yeah. Because that, I, this year it's in Ann Arbor, right? It's, yeah, it's in Ann Arbor this year. And then uh, next year, it will. I think it will be back in, in Columbus, but I, okay. I'm... I'm I'm not, I think they flip every other year, but like, uh, you know, it will be, it will be interesting to see like what the atmosphere is going to be like in, in Ann Arbor. Cause like, you know, Ohio state fans, we always, we like, you know, we always get like a good chunk of fans to go to the games and everything. It's, there's never, it's never just, you know, blue and yellow whenever you go to, whenever you see an Ann Arbor game and Ohio state's playing. So yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see what happens. That's true. Yeah, big year, big year. What do you think? What are what are the very early predictions for for the game? I mean, I, I know for a fact that it will be a close one, and uh, sign stealing may have uh, a large factor in how close it is. But who knows? I mean, like, I mean, like OSU is not afraid to do some, you know, you know, kind of wild stuff from time to time. They might change their entire playbook by the time Michigan comes around. So we'll yeah. see what we'll see what happens. Like. As long as they got Maserati Marv out there, right? Oh my! Like you, I think was it you or was it Cam who sent me? Uh, who sent in the group chat? Gus Johnson. 
talking about uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. And it was like every every 20 seconds or something, he said, like, and it's Maserati Marv on the move, or, you know, it's Maserati Marv with a reception, stuff like that. And Yeah, there were, uh, there were some Buckeye fans who ate that up, thought it was the funniest, coolest thing ever. I got so tired of it. After I like the first time I heard it, I kind of like cringed. I was like, uh, "That one's not going to stick." But he just stuck with it and kept like pounding it in the entire game. I don't know. I didn't really like it. I mean, like, uh, I guess, I guess, persistence is the goal. You know, like he's trying to make this a thing. Like, you know, make it a make it a a nick. Like, kind of like Magic Johnson a little bit. You know, but I, I don't know. Like Maserati Marv, it's kind of a mouthful. But like, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I remember. Uh, like, so this past weekend. My family came to came to Columbus. Like they don't live thirty mm-hmm. minutes away. Uh, they came to Columbus. The yeah, they made the trip to Columbus. And you know, we we walked. We didn't get tickets or anything to the game, but we walked around and we and we went to college game day. We saw the uh, skull session. We went to a big noon kickoff, and then like during the game, we went to Casuela's, uh, a restaurant on High Street. Shout out. Uh, we ate some oh, Mexican. We ate some Mexican brands. food. Yeah, we ate some Mexican food and we watched the game, and it was awesome because like nobody was there because everyone was at the game except for two guys who were at the bar and i guarantee you they put a lot of money on this game because they were stressing yeah they were flipping out over every single play oh, and, no. and then i think like one play like uh they sent they sent one of our linebackers on a blitz or something and uh it was like a 15 yard reception because like the 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 receiver just slid into the slot that the linebacker just left and the guy was like, are you kidding me? Why would you do something like that? You know you can't blitz on these guys. And I literally, I turned to Luke, who was sitting right next to me, and I was just like, you you know, if that was a pick right there, you would think like, oh my gosh, he's a genius. Like, you know, Ryan, yeah. just, just like, come, like, you know. It's just how it worked out. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, I don't want to insult uh, our dear Colin or Garrett, but like sports, people who stress about sports betting, like, they're not my cup of tea. All right. Yeah. Every day at this point, there's always some sport on that they'll got something on. But um, I don't know that that game, the Penn State game, was that was Big Ten football at its finest. It was a pretty pretty boring game. wasn't a whole lot of scoring, but hey, we came out with the win, so can't complain. We did come out with a win. Can't complain. But you can't know. complain. Yeah. On to uh, Wisconsin next week. Oh, you yeah. lost sadly. I just had to throw that out there. We lost a uh, a game that we shouldn't have lost. So now we are. I mean, we're we're. I think we're bowl bound still, but uh, we were talking about being ranked, and that's kind of off the table now. Are you barstool? Are you barstool sports Arizona bowl bound? We are. We're actually doing better at this point than we were last year. At this point, so hopefully, hey, I mean, hey, two in a row. Let's go for it. We got um. Miami of Ohio this Saturday. That's our big, that's our the game. So I think, yeah, it's at OU too. So big game coming up this weekend. Bobcats I mean, by a million. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, you got, you have to take the over on that. Um, have to. High yeah. scoring game. But like, I, you know, I just wish like in the future that like all of the Ohio teams would get to the level where they could, you know, kind of make like compete against each other. I mean, it's going to happen in 2025 where OU is playing against OSU or no, 2026. I think it's five, 2025. Pretty okay. sure. Well, 2025 onward, uh, OU is going to play against OSU and that should be fun. Uh, we all have to get together and go to that game. We yeah. have to. <laughs> we have oh to. my God, that'll be so much fun. 
it should we should we should tailgate for that game like you know and we'll we'll have you guys in our tail you know we'll set up our osu tents and everything but we'll yeah. we'll invite you ou people we'll fight we'll invite we'll the boss we'll be wearing our green we'll be yep. uh we'll be ready yeah I don't, I don't know how it'll end up but we'll be supporting yeah supporting that that's and that's that's the biggest thing support your your college athletes they they go out there every saturday or tuesday night depending on where you are yep maxing yeah, Maction and Tuesday, uh, depending on where you are, and they they go out there and they try to do their best to entertain you. That's what it is; it's entertainment. So, um, support them. Or, that's all. That's all I got to say about that. We have a uh, speaking of Tuesdays. I'm just kind of looking at our schedule right now. We have Tuesday, November seventh, one p.m. kickoff. Hmm. Pretty wild. I don't think I've ever seen that. Usually, the Tuesday games are later. Middle of the day on a Tuesday. Middle of the day on Tuesday. Are you are you guys are you guys going to go to that game? Uh, this one looks like it's in Buffalo. Oh, okay. But let's see, Wednesday, seven p.m. We'll go to that one at home. Yep, Maxion starting here soon. We're getting out of the weird middle of the week games coming up. There you go. It's you know, one one p.m. kickoff though, like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because buffalo and you know athens they're on the same time zone they're on the same time yeah i, I don't know so that's that's kind of odd but you know action baby action you know you can't predict it um all right aside from college football how 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 is everyone doing in the house in athens everyone in the house everyone's uh they're living i don't know we're just kind of all we just got through midterm midterm weeks so now we're just kind of like i said coasting into halloween weekend they're all trying to figure out what they're being for halloween because we'll have uh we'll like do something friday night we'll do something saturday so you got to get like two different um i'm doing this friday the uncle rico and then saturday got a peter lafleur average joe's jersey i'll be wearing that um i think garrett and drew are doing alan and Stu from the hangover on Friday, so Drew's gonna get like the Mike Tyson tattoo. Get like a, I think he's gonna have Colin draw it or something. And then Garrett's being Allen. He got the baby Carlo shirt, and then we're gonna put a pillow in his in his shirt. Yeah, I mean we're just kind of all just kind of getting through the week, getting ready for Halloween weekend. Excited for it. That's cool. That's cool, dude. I mean, like uh, with the hangover, like you know, I know he's trying to get the uh, the eye tattoo and everything. Yeah. But something that might even be simpler is just taking like a black piece of tape, just taping it over like one tooth or whatever. Tooth yeah, a little yeah. tooth gap. So yeah, he. I think he's he's doing that too. He's just. I don't. He wouldn't. Like the tooth cap would help, but I feel like if he's just wearing like a polo glasses and a tooth cap, like people might not get it. I feel like the. Mike Tyson tattoo is pretty pretty iconic for that movie, so that'll bring it all together. Yeah, that would bring it all together. I know, I know this cost. I know this costume is a little is a little elaborate, but like, have you have you heard of anyone doing the uh, Cal Naughton Jr. Ricky Bobby shake and bake? Bobby, I have not, but I, I mean, I've definitely seen those costumes over the past few years. People, you'll see a few people out do that every single year. Those are so cool. The the full like racing suits or whatever to wear those those are awesome yeah i like i've got i've got a friend here at osu huge star wars fan huge star wars mm-hmm. fan. he especially loves the prequel movies 
and his favorite character is Anakin Skywalker. And this year for Halloween, he is he is being Anakin Skywalker, and he has the full like Jedi. It looks authentic, like it looks yeah. like it looks like he just took it from the set of Revenge of the Sith or something like that. So it's it's pretty cool. And I asked him about it, and I said, you know, like, oh, dude, like, how'd you get like where'd you get this costume or whatever? Like, how'd you get it on such short notice? And he said, I've had this costume for like six years. Like, <laughs> so apparently. Apparently he does like cosplay and everything. He goes to like you know Comic Con stuff like that as Anakin Skywalker. So he just had that costume on deck, on deck, ready, ready to go. Yeah, I mean, so like you know, uh, from everyone here at I'm No Genius, stay safe on Halloween. You know, like seriously, like you know, this is just a public service announcement in the middle of this episode. Everyone, stay safe. Don't do anything that you're gonna get that's gonna get you hurt or you'll you're gonna regret. Stay safe out there, and uh, you know, uh, trick or treat. You know, it's, you're never too old to trick or treat. Eat some candy; it should be fun. Sure, yeah, Have fun. <laughs> yeah, I support Fourth uh, July. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah. Grant, like, like I'm just looking at my background behind me, and this is my bedroom. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I posted a be real the other day, and I took a picture of like this this corner over here in my room. And there's just one like poster, like OSU poster on that wall over there. And there's a whole like 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 a lot of blank space right here. Yeah. And I think you commented on my be real and you said like, you know, nice decorations or something like that. Yeah. And nice I, I I am saving up for a poster. I'm thinking about getting like you know, like a flag or Ooh, something. Saving up. What I'm are we looking, looking at? I don't know. Like I'm thinking something like, you know, Game of Thrones, maybe Star Wars, or maybe like a two thousands comedy post like, you know, flag or something like that. So Okay. I mean you can find some stuff on Amazon, be pretty cheap. You might uh you might be able to liven up liven up the room a little bit. Yeah. Well you only I mean you won't be there much longer, right? I'll be there for the next semester. Yeah, okay, I guess. But yeah, you know, <laughs> I moved I moved in like four months ago and I still, you know, other than the decorations that you see right here, I haven't decorated much. Like our living room, like we haven't hung up any decorations in there. So like I- I'm too busy, you know, paying rent and buying groceries to pay for decorations. So they're understandable. So who is it? That it's just you and one roommate who's in the apartment. Right? Uh, I've got I've got two roommates, uh, okay. N- Nate and Angelo. They're great guys. Okay great guys cool. very ch- very chill i mean like you know and nate sometimes he like has friends over because like nate went to i think he went to ool like before before this year so o- ou lancaster and yeah. uh he, he brings some of his friends over here for like you know uh kickoffs or like on saturdays so you know pretty cool guy you know they, they they're not loud they keep to themselves so cool it's pretty sweet awesome pretty sweet Glad to hear. we'll have yeah. to come up and check out the apartment at some point here soon yeah. See, uh, see what you got going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's nothing compared to the Athens house by any stretch of the amount. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Athens house is amazing. Like, I appreciate it. You guys, and like, you know, I, I know you guys had a drawing like, or, or a portrait rather of uh, Don Cheadle when, when I went yeah, down there. Yeah. This past week, that has been upgraded. So when we first got here, our, our house kind of looked like your room. It was it was a little bare, so we put um we put Jared in charge of making some some decorations, making some pictures. So he he hung up these like little just white notebook paper pictures all over the house, and one of them was just Don Cheadle, just really random. 
And, uh, and we were like, why'd you make Don Cheadle? Cheadle? He was like, oh, I don't know. I just felt like it. So we ended up ordering like a little $12 poster of Don Cheadle. And then we got a frame and it's just like him, like super serious. So now we have that hanging up downstairs. Our, uh, just kind of random, just right when you walk in. But yeah. You know, it, it might be random, but Don Cheadle is a very accomplished actor, you know? Very accomplished. He's the war machine. So, yeah. He's the war machine. He's the Iron Patriot. Uh, you know, what, what else can, what else would, you know, like who else other than Iron Man? would replace Don Cheadle. Like, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, I think it's a great choice. Uh, but speaking of Iron Man and War Machine, have you been keeping up with the Marvel universe lately? Well, I'm not. I've been, know, uh, I mean, I've been kind of checked out on Marvel recently, but proceed. I'm, I'm curious. You, you know, like I, I've also kind of slacked off in recent times as well. Uh, but I am watching uh, Loki season two. Okay. Which, which I don't know if you've heard. I don't know if you've seen reviews about it or anything. But Loki season two is actually pretty good. Um, Wasn't to, I thought one was was one good season one, one. Season one was really good, but like in okay. between in between season one, which was in 2021, and season two, which just came out, uh, there was a lot of bad Marvel bad. stuff. Yeah, like I mean, uh, we already talked about Doctor Strange two, which I liked at first, but came to my senses on eventually i was the um, first one to say they were trash yeah I've been honest the whole time but i don't maybe maybe i'll have to i'll have to check out loki if you're saying it's got good review have you watched it at all uh, oh yeah i've uh I, I, there's been there's been three episodes so far and they've okay. all, they've all been pretty good so i mean like it's nothing it's not gonna change your life or anything but I mean, season season one was pretty good. Season two is pretty good so far, and I think it's only like there's like you know, after a season and a half, there's only nine episodes total so far. So it's it's not a it's not a like forty five minutes hour long something like that. Yeah, forty five to an hour. So okay. it's not you know, bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I mean, like I'm just waiting for I don't what's what's the next Marvel movie to come out? Like it's it. I don't even know anymore because we are. They send out the big list all the way through like 2028. 20, yeah. And, and, you know, like I've already talked about my feelings of about Marvel in, in the past. And it's just, it. oh, wait, uh, the Marvels, like the, the Captain Marvel sequel that's coming out next. Okay. And, and uh, I will not be watching that. Um, because I was not a huge fan of Captain Marvel one, but I forced myself to watch it because it was right between Infinity War and Endgame, and I felt like I needed to watch it. Yeah, didn't want it to wanted to stay caught up. I mean, I'm not super like like I like Marvel stuff growing up, but I don't feel like I need to stay caught up if something doesn't look interesting. Yeah, you know, and so I think might be missing out a few key details or little Easter eggs that you guys pick up on, but I don't know. Yeah. Like I, you know, pretty much like I, like I watched, uh, I watched secret invasion and that was, uh, a train wreck. It was, it was not good at all. Like, well, I mean, like it was, it was kind of good. Like it was, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson's always good, but other than that, it was, it was just like, 
it was it was trying to be mysterious and stuff like that, and it just wasn't working. But okay. yeah. and I, I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, that came like yeah, it came out like a couple of months ago, and not a lot of people saw it. So it's what it Don does. Cheadle might have to check it out now. It it did have Don Cheadle and Cheadle, yeah, you know, Cheadle. always solid. He's always solid, dude. Um, might have to the whole house and watch it together here. Yeah, uh, like other other TV shows that I just I just I just started watching Fargo, the TV show. Have you have you heard about that? Yeah, I mean, I've, I feel like they always used to have commercials for that. Uh, growing up, but I never got into it. I don't even really know what it's about. It's basically so like Fargo. It's like an anthology series. So like every season is something new or different, like you know, new characters and everything. And all of the it's like a murder mystery. Well, it's not a mystery. It's like a murder series and everything. It's like you know, drama series or whatever. And it's it's all ba- like every story they do is based on a true story. Of okay. like of like a murder that happened in like Minnesota in like the nineties or the two thousands. And the first season stars Billy Bob Thornton. And okay. Billy Bob Thornton, he's got that dog in him. Like he, he's he all just... like you know what I mean. <laughs> like, I mean, you sent you sent me that uh that video on TikTok of of him and Angelina, him and I didn't even know that they were. That's insane. That blew my mind when I saw that. Yeah, apparently they were married for like three years or something, and like, like, like before she was married to Brad Pitt. Um, oh, that was before. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that, that was before. Were, yeah, and like, like they were doing this interview at like a red carpet or something, and Angelina Jolie just like could not, like you, you would have to like use like a crowbar to separate her from Billy Bob Thornton. And, she, and he was just doing the interview. He was unfazed. I'm like, dude, just like what this guy's Angelina Jolie. This guy's got the like the it factor or something. It's insane. All, it's like all up over him. Yeah, it's wild. But, but I, I love Billy Bob Thornton. He's an awesome actor. So, and I watched like the first two episodes of Fargo, and I'm probably going to watch the last, you know, you know, a couple more after this. So, it's good. I've um, have you gotten into Black Mirror at all ever? You know, I did watch a few episodes a while ago, and it was it was pretty good. I've, I mean, it's not like something where you have to sit down and follow a story. Like every episode is different, so it's kind of nice in that sense. But um, I got into it like a month ago, and it's just every episode is different, and they try to like mess with your head by the end of the episode and like make you think a little bit. And it's uh, it's pretty good. They- Got some good episodes. Some of them are misses where you just kind of skip through after ten minutes. But yeah, I think I let's see. I'm trying to think. I watched the one where the guy like goes into tests like this uh, virtual reality video game or something, Mm -hmm. and that one was trippy, dude. Yeah, like like his because like his phone goes off and like the whole thing goes wrong, but he doesn't know what's going wrong, and it's just like insane. So like it's. I don't know, but like uh, other than that, I watched the one where uh, it's it's this couple, this British couple, and like the husband goes out one night and he dies, and the wife like has a hard hard time getting over him, so she like she like downloads this program that like it's like AI, and but like it's him talking to her and everything, so it's weird. Like, but yeah. it makes you. They're think. all me and Drew all talked about this. They're all most of them are like centered around. Like some kind of like newer technology too, which kind of like helps the story. 
there was one that I just saw where it's in nursing homes. People have one, uh, it's like 12 hours once a week where they can like go and like be in this, uh, simulation where they're like all young again. And after you die, you can like choose to either stay there or like go to wherever they don't really like get into like religion, but like heaven for, but I don't, they were just trying to stay like whatever, but that one was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, if you, if, I mean, if you need something to watch a lot of, a lot of good episodes, you don't really have to follow the story. Yeah. Pretty good. I, mean, I might, I might, I might pick it back up again, but you know, who knows? Like I, I, I know the most recent season, season six, like came out recently. Mm-hmm. So, those are the ones that i watched first because that's i don't that's just kind of how netflix has it set up they have you start at six and work your way down to one yeah six had some really really good episodes so that's kind of what kept me kept me watching right yeah netflix uh like have, so you, like you know the whole password sharing thing and how they're cracking down on that have you experienced mm-hmm. have you experienced anything like that yet no, our whole family uses the same account and on a bunch of different devices. So, I mean, we've never really had any. I think Drew, Drew experienced that once with his uh, his account, but uh, we haven't had any problems with ours. Have you? I haven't had any problems yet, but I don't know why Netflix has such a big problem with password sharing. Like, I get it as like a concept, but it just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me why they would just limit like users like that because like you know. If you're just trying to fish for more buyers and everything, you're not going to be able to get as much profit as you would before. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but it you know yeah. it's, it's whatever and everything. Like what? Oh shoot! What was the one? Like there, there's like this one series that like like just that just got canceled, and everyone's like trying to everyone's deciding to cancel their subscriptions or something. It was like a series on Max. Like some series on Max that got canceled. Some series on Max got canceled, and everyone is really ticked off because like that series got canceled, and um, Velma is getting a season two. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what got canceled. I hadn't heard about that. But. I I don't know. Maybe it was just like maybe it wasn't a huge series. That obviously why it got canceled, but like maybe it was like a high quality series. I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 had, a, had an audience that was watching people who aren't watching other stuff. Oh, we talked about that one time, didn't we? The Velma show. Yeah. I think we did on here. Yeah. Like, ev- like everyone watched it because they wanted to hate watch it. They wanted to, you yeah. know, they wanted to watch it to see how bad it was. And, uh, you know, it didn't disappoint. Like, it was not very it good. did not disappoint. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it life is not fair. Especially to people in streaming services, so yeah. But um, let's see what what else is big. What else is coming up in streaming lately? Uh, we're waiting oh, on. Uh, did, sorry, I, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Did you guys end up go see that? No, we didn't. Uh, like I texted oh. on. I texted Sunday. I was at church. I was just leaving church, yeah. and I said, "Hey guys, I'm not doing anything tonight. Anybody want to see Killers of the Flower Moon with me?" And Grant said, shoot, I wish. Uh, Cam said, I might be able to. I'll keep you posted. Uh, did not hear from him again. So I was like, okay, I guess we're not seeing it tonight. But, Dang. you know, s- still haven't seen it yet. Um, it's a three and a half hour movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio, 
and Robert De Niro and I shoot I forgot the uh the lead actress's name. Oh, speak of the devil. Hey, what's your costume? Uh, I am a member of the Student Athletic Advisory Council. Camden nice. Primer, Camden Primer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, remember when I said I'd be here at eight fifteen? Yeah, I lied. I'm sorry. The meeting went way long. Uh, I'm currently in the library. I didn't even leave the library from the meeting site. I just came to a classroom. And now I'm here. And instead of paying attention to the meeting, all I could think about was what I'm going to talk to you guys about. Well, you hop with. Yeah, what'd you come up with? Uh, Nothing. Nice. Well, you did hop in at the right time. Right now, we are talking about Killers of the Flower Moon. uh, Which you did, Don. That you, you know, you said, uh, I said on a Sunday, just keep me posted if you want to watch it. Uh, And Cam said, yeah, I will. Did not hear from you again. So Mm. what's your story? Don't have one. Hand up. Just completely forgot. So bad friend, bad friend Cam. Um, I'm deeply apologetic, and I was hoping that you forgot as well. When I remembered that I forgot, I was hoping that you forgot. Right. Yeah. I wanted to hear how it was because I mean I want to go watch it, but it's also three and a half hours. So I mean I wanted to hear it was good before I went and sat down and watched a three and a half hour movie. I mean, like I I've I've seen reviews on it and everything. And, you know, it is Robert De Niro. It is Leonardo DiCaprio. It is Martin Scorsese. We all know it's going to be a good movie, but cinema. It, yeah, it's cinema. Is it, but is it three, is it worth spending three and a half hours inside of a theater? They you need know? intermissions for those. Like two hours feels like a lot. Once you hit over that two hour mark and give us a break, let us go walk around the theater yeah. for like 20 minutes. They're all bedding downstairs. Something must have just happened. Yeah, like I did see a quote from Martin Scorsese that said something like something to the effect of, you know, you're willing to spend four hours watching an opera or, you know, a play or whatever. Why won't you do the same for cinema? And I immediately I just thought, well, because of the intermissions, sometimes there's yeah. like sometimes there's like one act, two act or one act, two act, three act and everything. Yeah. And it, it's just like you got to give them a break every once in a while. Uh, quick question: Have you guys ever been to the opera? You know, yeah. I haven't. I haven't had the chance to. Oh, I have. I was just checking. I was just seeing if you guys had been or some. Yeah, Cam. What was the opera that you went to called? Carmen. Carmen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, if you want Cam's synopsis on uh, Carmen, uh, watch. Um, I think it was episode forty-nine. So nice. Way back. Yeah, it was way back. You know. Um, I know I'm late, but Eli, are you Harry Potter? <laughs> try again, try again, keep no, going. No, keep keep going. Like, Waldo, because I no, didn't get it either. No, he didn't get it either. Thing. But like are you, this, are you? Where's Waldo? No, I'm not. Where's Waldo? Grant, I said Jesse Pinkman. Grant, you're white frozen. Yeah, Eli is. Wait, it's pursuit. First day at Starbucks. I mean, like, you know, you're not far off. I'm a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> or, 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 you know, like, or a very, 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 very cool youth pastor. Okay. Or, those, sometimes I, those can be one and the same. Yeah. You know, you never know. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Just checking. Just checking. But yeah, I so mean, you the face stats. You know, I like, need, I need, sadness, I need, teardrop, chains going across the forehead, and he's got hey, it. 
paint my finger- pain. Paint my fi- paint my fingernails black and yeah, everything. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, Grant thought I was Jesse Pinkman at first, but yeah, you know, yes. Mr. Yeah. White, yo, yo, Mr. Yeah, science. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. But do you know? Did what you Gr- see? Um, I'm sorry. Did you see that? Uh, Brian Cranston and Jesse Pinkman were bartenders at Drake's party. Yes, I did see that. It went viral on Twitter, and they were just like serving drinks behind the bar to like all of Drake's guests and. I don't know. It was a pretty pretty crazy clip. Do you think when they got that invite, they're like, "Oh, sweet, I'm getting invited to Drake's party," but then they get there, and like, I have to work it. You're gonna make. <laughs> I don't know how to make a dirty Shirley. <laughs> Hand out the blue stuff behind the bar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, they do. I think they do own like an alcohol company of or like a gin company or something. Like, yeah, that's guess- what they were. Yeah, they're kind of putting that out. That's why they were. But yeah, it was just a wild clip. Everyone was like getting upset. They're like, they're too good. They don't need to be doing that, serving out drinks and stuff. They're at Drake's party. They're fine. at Drake's party. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. But Cam, do you know what Grant is What instead of White Frozone? He's Uncle Rico. Yeah, he is Uncle Rico. No, he's, know, he's, <laughs> and he does have the football on hand just in That's case. Perfect. That is perfect. That is perfect. Throw it over the mountains whenever. Yeah. And I know, I, like, Grant, I believe you said Colin is going to be Napoleon Dynamite. He is going to be Napoleon. Uh, has he learned the dance? Um, I don't know. We were, uh, no. We we watched the movie a couple times this past week just to just to prepare for all of us being together, being in character. Um, the other day we were working out in the gym and he sent me the, I don't remember the name of the song, but whatever the song was from the dance that he did. And then he just like started like dancing in the gym a little bit. It was kind of funny. Collins the, type of guy, though, the whole dance now. Collins yeah. the type of guy though, where he just has to watch it once and then he can improv it enough to where it looks similar. Where it looks similar. He's just yeah. Doing it. yeah. 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 He, he just got to hit, he just needs to hit those like key points and everything mm-hmm. where like, it's, you know, like, okay, now we recognize that that's a part of the dance. Mm-hmm. But after that, he can just kind of improv it. I mean, I saw a video of this one guy who did the Napoleon Dynamite dance a hundred days in a row. <laughs> and he, he videoed himself every single time and he stitched them all together and it was perfect, like in sync. Like every, every, <laughs> like every single movement was perfectly in sync with one another. I don't know how he did it, but That's awesome. That's awesome. it was, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. So, and I, I know, uh, is does does Colin have like some lines memorized for like in his back pocket? Like Tina, you fat lard. Tina, you fat lard. I don't know. Uh, he'll have something. He'll have something ready. That's good. My, my I think we got like seven of us all doing. My lips hurt real bad. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> my my favorite line from from that movie is uh, I don't even know if it's a popular one, but like it's when he's talking with Rico. And Rico goes like, "What are my skills and everything?" And Pedro, <laughs> Pedro, Re- not Rico, Pedro. I am so sorry. Pedro goes, Pedro goes, "What are my skills?" And uh, Napoleon, he says, "Well, you got a pretty sweet bike, and you're and you're really good at hooking up with chicks, stocks, eggs, <laughs> lucky, six dollars. It's like a dollar an hour." Like, um, Trent. Trent is going as Rex Quando. Oh, that's Ooh. perfect. He's got, the, perfect. he's got the USA pants and the, he'll be walk away. Yeah. 
I love I love that scene because that is like Rex's only scene in the movie, mm-hmm. and, and people yeah. still like it, it, they love him. Like, yeah, is oh, anyone awesome. going as Kip? Yeah, we have a Kip. We have a um, we have a Pedro, and what what's the name girl with the bracelets? I always forget her name. What's her name? Um. Like Deb, I think it's Deb or something. Deb, yeah, Deb. I think Colin or not Colin. Brooklyn's Colin, known as Deb. Colin's Deb. Yeah, Colin's, he's yeah. It's a, it's a dual role. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah that's what it, Colin's both Napoleon and Deb. He's a one man show. So, I mean, yeah, that's like, look, you guys got to send me pictures, and I'll post it on I'm No Genius. So, yeah, we will absolutely. And it, but just say Happy Halloween from I'm No Genius. Happy Halloween from I'm um, No Genius. Shout of, out. I'm No Genius. Um, the podcast that you're on right now. Well, I th- I think our 50th episode was a success. Um, because my mom said she really liked it, and she was like, you know, it would be awesome if we like if you were to get the moms on the podcast. I said, like, yeah, that's a great idea. I- I'll talk with the boys. I'll we'll think about it. We'll um, we'll see what we can do. We'll have our people talk to their people. Mm-hmm. Um. But I also think it would just be really funny if we just keep egging it on. We'll get you on. We'll get you on. Mother's Day, twenty twenty four. Not this year. I mean, they got to wait till next year. But we'll we'll get them in eventually. Future us problem. Yeah. yeah. Because of of listen, I love all of our moms, um, because they like raised all of us, but also because they're our biggest fans and our only listeners. Um, so yep. shout out them. And the French. Yes. But it's also, it's just, it's just a sick comedy to me. Just, uh, we'll get you on. We will. Just, Maybe. Just, keep, just keep kicking the can down the road. Maybe if you're good. Are you subscribed? Do you know how yeah. to subscribe? Have you bought the required amount of I'm No Genius merch? See, I can't hold that over them because I have not either. Yeah. I think... And the whole reason we started a merch shop is because I just wanted an I'm No Genius shirt, and it was, you know, that was the easy that was the easiest way to do it. So, I mean, it's genius because it gives genius. us the potential to maybe make money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and you know, like say one day this thing hits big, I don't want to not have merch available. Like, <laughs> some, like some kind of idiot. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Just like but, your uh, SoundCloud career. Just like my, you know, like my like look. uh, can you interview me really quick? I'll be I'll be a SoundCloud rapper. You interview me. Just ask me about my album stuff like that. Uh, with us today is up and coming SoundCloud rapper Eli Berge. Eli, you have a new album dropping called uh, Pain and Kittens. Tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, Pain and Kittens, you know, it's this uh, it's it's a concept album, really. Uh, you'll find that at a no point in the album do I mention Pain and Kittens, but the theme is there. You know what I mean? Like it's like, uh, like you know, it's soft like a kitten, but pain because I I uh, I stabbed the guy back in fourth grade and everything. So, uh, it is what it is. You hear? Um. Uh, your I know your name's Eli, but you go what 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 is your rap name? You go by again, Lil E, and it's 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 a it's a kind of ironic because I'm not Lil. I'm actually quite big. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm six foot four, like you know, two twenty. So if anyone's asking, okay, uh, Lily, you do realize that it's uh, 
the middle of July, you have a beanie and a flannel on. Do you ever get hot? Shoot, man. I think I'm hot right now. This interview is over. Get the hell out of my studio. <laughs> Thank you, Cam. <laughs> that was great. That was great. You know, like I'm, I, I love developing these characters. I mean, like early, like I think it was for our last in-person episode. Cam, you were talking about your your film career and everything. Your latest oh, movie. Oh yes, 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 yes. I, I think you were going up against uh, uh, Fast Ten at the box office. So we, you know, uh, if you guys didn't see his movie, you obviously know that it tanked. So now I probably blew fast 10 out of the water. Well, you know, a lot of movie, a lot of movies blew fast 10 out of the water. So <laughs> like... <laughs> Family. Family. I, I need, <laughs> I need Brittany Griner home by Christmas. Actually, Grant, I, I forgot to tell you this, but I forget. It was like the other day we were hanging out with Alexa and she just kept sending me cutouts of Vin Diesel and I would look up and she was just doing this. That's awesome. Well, that's one of my like favorite Instagram posts of all time. It's just so <laughs> random, and it's just at a basketball game, just thumbs up. Was was he, was he was he was he at like one of Brittany Griner's games, or was he just like at a know. game? What do you mean? thrown by Christmas, <laughs> and she was right. I think she, she was. was. Oh my thank god! You. Thank you, Vinny. <laughs> I remember. I remember we made that clip, and Grant like phrased it. He goes like, "I mean, like, yeah." He sent out this tweet, and he said. Vin Diesel made the call, you know. <laughs> uh, family, oh, that's awesome. Cam, uh, what, what's what's new with you? Mm, let me think. There's got to be something, right? I need a haircut. Uh, that's new. Yeah, it's getting way too long. Yes. Um, every day I'm beginning to look more and more like a Q-tip. That is dirty. Um, what else is new? I had two dinners tonight because I was a hungry boy. I had two dinners last night because I was hungry. And I don't think there's been a day on campus where I haven't had two dinners, so that's not really new. Um, How are you not overweight? How are you not fat? It angers me. My, the, my head coach has this thing. It's called a whistle. And when he blows it, we have to get on the baseline and sprint up and down the basketball court. And it's one of his favorite things to do, so that helps keep the dinners off. Oh, well, um, knock off the dinners. Yeah, but other than that, um, not much. Not much. No, that's good, dude. That's good, man. How's, how's the team looking? We ready for the season this year? Yeah, we were supposed to have a scrimmage today. Um, got canceled. But the team was scared. Couldn't tell you. Um, he, just, he just said film's canceled. We have practice tomorrow at 5.30 a.m. Great. Yes, sir. Um, but the team's looking – we're good. We're rearing and ready to go. We're tired of beating each other up and want to hurt somebody else. So we play Cumberland's November 1st in Kentucky and then first home game November 4th. Come oh, on out if you're bored. If you're bored enough to listen to this podcast, Blazers. I promise you have plenty of time to come to an OCU basketball game. Yeah. I mean, like, Cam, I will not be in attendance for the home opener because I'm going to be singing at a wedding. Eli. Whoa. Eli. Yeah. And my my, uh, my cousin is getting married. And uh, she... Tyler Kendall. Not, no. Oh. No. Uh, okay. Not those cousins who are also my sisters. <laughs> just, just, you know, don't ask questions about it. Uh, but, uh, no, my, my cousin 
on my dad's side is getting married and she asked me to sing during her wedding uh i will be singing uh marry me by train uh it's a a classic classic of course uh but my dad will also be uh officiating the wedding hey now and and he kind of followed in the steps of our own our one and only camden primer got ordained on an online website do you know what church it was I don't know what church it was, but it was a website that did not require a another pastor, like a letter of recommendation. So I don't know if it's as legit as yours. I mean, I will say mine is as legit as it comes because mine did require a letter of recommendation, but the site um, sold letters of recommendation. So I just bought one. It's so, but I, I, so I have to ask now, how, how much was your letter of recommendation? It was part of the package that I ordered, um, (laughs) with it came, um, a clergy badge, a letter of good standing with the church, two letters of recommendation, um, two marriage license and two, uh, fancy marriage license to award us gifts, um, and a minister card, the black card, you know. Oh, you, you, then, got, uh, then, you got a black card? I, you, you haven't seen you haven't seen the black card. I think you showed me it once, but like, does that get you in anywhere? Then, like, since you, I mean, you got the black. Card, I mean, it, so. it it states on I can do marriage, baptism, funerals, whatever need be. Just give me the call. I'll I'll have you done right. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. But yeah, I bought I bought my good standing with the church and my letter of recommendation. You bought your good standing with the yeah. church. <laughs> Shout out Universal Life Church. Yeah, I mean, and to all the people out there who thought the church couldn't be bought, uh, lo and behold, so yep. it, it and then should. it was and then it was just fifteen dollars to register with the state, and my signature has way more power than yours. Yeah, <laughs> quite right, quite right, dude. Oh my gosh, uh, guys, I think it's time we call it a day, especially since Cam's got an early morning. So, uh, yep. Grant, Grant, final words. Nothing good. Nothing Grant, you good. Do, you do make the perfect uh, Uncle Rico. That costume is actually awesome. I appreciate it. I didn't. I mean, I've got like jeans. I got more stuff I'll be wearing on uh, Friday. But yeah, guys, you guys will get the picture of the whole crew together. Love it. You should. You should have grown out the mustache, man. Thought about it. I got a little, uh, little one. I'm gonna stick on for like pictures and stuff. But yes, I like it. It's right. Wednesday. The party's Friday. He'll be fine. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah. What am I even thinking about? Yeah. So like that's that's a that's a good that's a good point. Uh Cam, final words. Uh sorry I was late, but I cherish the time I had on here. Thank you. Love to hear it, buddy. From everyone here at I'm No Genius, thank you for listening. Uh I'm Eli. He's Cam. He's Grant. Guys, have a happy Halloween, and we will see you next time.